rightly positioning God's people to be who He has called them to be and do what He has called them to do. Welcome to Roadmap to Destiny with Reverend N.K. Imisa, the Senior Pastor of Destiny House International. Now, today's word. So I want to talk to you about navigating new seasons. Navigating new seasons. Just take your seats, take your seat, take your seat. Navigating the new seasons. Praise God. How many of you know the meaning of a season, a season. Season represents many things, including um, seasoning chicken. So, as for season, can represent many things, but that's not what I'm talking about this one. I'm not talking about your chicken seasoning. Praise God. I'm talking about the moment in which particular things happen. Amen the time in which a particular thing is expected to happen or a particular thing happens. That is a season. And usually when you come into a new season uh, and it's an unfamiliar terrain, you have a responsibility to learn how to navigate that season because it is not something that you are used to. Hallelujah. It is not something that is ordinary. And so you have the responsibility somebody say responsibility to learn how to maneuver your way through that new season amen so uh, we are going to be reading from first Samuel chapter 10 we'll see a man called Saul as he enters into a new season in his life so you have been hearing things like oh we are entering into a new season the church is in a new season and and the move of the of the spirit is strong and all of that. So I just want to help to bring some understanding to that. Amen. So we'll be doing a lot of reading from First Samuel chapter 10. But on Friday, those of you who were online on the Zoom meeting, you heard me talking about signs of a new season. How many of you were online? Okay, okay. And I mentioned a few things. I talked about the drawing of the spirit. Praise God drawing of the spirit was one of the first messages I preached when I started ministry. Drawing of the spirit. Amen. And then I talked about increased ability. I also spoke about destiny connections. Praise God. So it is important that God brings these three things upon you for free in order to properly align you for the new season. Amen. So when the first thing begins to happen, which is the drawing of the Spirit, I'm just assuming you understand so I can go. Can I go on? The drawing of the Spirit. I'm talking about those for just a few faces who are probably not there. When I talk about the drawing of the Spirit, I'm talking about those moments and seasons in your life when all of a sudden, um, even though you have not been actively pursuing God, even though you have not been uh, on the top of your game, you feel like God is almost as if he's inviting you to a deep place. True or not true? How many of you can relate? Okay. 
So you just feel like, hey, I need to be in church. Hey, I need to pray. I need to fast. I need to, you know, all of that. That is God himself drawing you. Now, when God draws you, what he's, he's hoping to achieve is intimacy. Somebody say intimacy. Now, when, when you attain intimacy, you now start to have encounters. Encounters. You might not necessarily have the Moses kind of encounter where you see a, a burning bush. But an encounter with a man of God is still an encounter. A prophetic word is an encounter. God speaking to you in your room is an encounter. You don't need a burning bush to call it an encounter. Praise God. So when intimacy comes, then encounters also come. Praise God. And the reason why you need to have an encounter before the new season or at the beginning of the new season is that encounters bring, number one, specificity. Specificity. Somebody say specificity. Number one, I'm talking about navigating new seasons. And I'm telling you three things that will begin to happen to you when a new season is coming upon you. And the first one is the drawing of the Spirit. And now I'm telling you why the drawing of the Spirit happens. The drawing of the Spirit happens so that you can achieve what? Intimacy with God. And when intimacy with God occurs, you begin to have what? An encounter. Not necessarily a burning bush encounter, but you could just receive a word, a word, a word, just a word. Hallelujah. And the reason why this is important and this must happen in the new season is because God wants to bring you, number one, specificity. What is specificity? Specific instructions, specific word. Praise God. So when you look at the life of Saul in First Samuel chapter 10, this was a young man who was going out to look for his father's missing donkeys in the field. And then he came across a man of God called Samuel, who was a prophet. Praise God. Now, the man of God told him that God is anointing him to be king over Israel. Specific instructions, specific direction. There was no confusion about his purpose. There was no confusion about that which he was supposed to do. Hallelujah. Praise God. Saul of Tarsus, the one in the New Testament, on his road to Damascus, has an encounter. And God tells him specific things, specific things that he's supposed to be doing with his life. And so, that which he was already doing, he abandons it, and then he moves on to exactly what God wants him to do. Jesus Christ, the other day, met people. He said, from today, you will no longer be fishermen. You will no longer be fishermen, but you will follow me and you will catch men. Praise God. You will no longer be fishers of, you will no longer catch fish, but you do what? You will catch men. Specificity. Praise God. Abraham, in Genesis chapter 12, God spoke to him. He said, leave your father's house, leave your kindred, to a land that I will show you. He said, I will bless you and all of that. So, it brought him specificity. The second reason why you need this encounter is that it will birth in you courage for the new season. Somebody shout courage. It will birth in you courage for the new season. So, you look at the life of Moses. The other day, the Bible said that he was tending to his father-in-law's flock and he went to the mountain of Horeb and an angel of the Lord appeared to him in the bush. And the bush was on fire, but it did not burn. Praise God. 
and he and he started to hear the voice of God and God started talking to him and God said I'm sending you to go and bring my people Israel from Egypt and blah 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 and he started to ask God questions because he didn't know how he was going to do it he asked God when the people ask me that who are you what should I say he said say that I am who I am that is my name praise God and then he started give, he was going on and giving more excuses in other words there was a a question mark when it comes to his courage. He was not confident enough to go before Pharaoh and execute his new assignment, which will bring a new season upon the people of Israel. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? So going forward, he said, I mean, show me something else. And God asked him that what is in your hand? And he said, a staff. And God asked him to throw it on the floor. When he threw it on the floor, it turned into a snake. And God said, these are some of the things that I can do to help the people to believe. Praise God. So this encounter that he had on the mountain of Horeb birthed in him the courage to do that which will bring a new season upon the people of Israel. So if you do not respond to the drawing of the Spirit, there are certain things that will be absent when you enter into your new season without ticking these boxes. Because you will go and face a certain Goliath and courage will be absent. When David was about to face Goliath, even his elder brother looked at him and, and almost as if he's saying, look at this small boy, why have you come here to disgrace us? Go back to the field. Bible says that even when Goliath saw him, he disdained him for he was only a youth. But there was something that he had achieved behind the scenes that birthed on the inside of him courage for the new season. One of the reasons why God wants to achieve intimacy with you before your new season is that he will give you something called courage. There is something that he will deposit on the inside of you that will give you the confidence to stand in front of all odds. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's a, there's a saying in tree that they say that do you understand what I'm saying? So for you to be able to come outside and be courageous, you must have had a certain encounter behind the scenes that has birthed that courage on the inside of you. Praise God. The third reason why you must respond to the drawing or the third reason why you must have an encounter before your new season is for the purpose of empowerment. Somebody say empowerment. Empowerment. Shout empowerment. Saul was anointed by Samuel. First Samuel chapter 10. We started the process from chapter 9. Okay, so chapter 10, verse 1. Then Samuel took a flask of oil and poured it on his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord has anointed you commander over his inheritance? Many years ago when I taught on the anointing, I told you it was for three major things. For a blessing, for protection, and for what? And for empowerment. So when the anointing came upon him, that which he needs, that which it takes to become king over Israel was imparted into him. Because he was anointed. One of my favorite scriptures, Acts 10, 38. Oh, how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power. So what sponsored his ministry was what? The anointing. That was the empowerment for his ministry. So if I send you to go to Kumasi and I give you money for transport, I have empowered you for the journey. Praise God. So you need to attain intimacy to have an encounter because God needs to empower you for the new season. Because in the new season, you will face new giants. 
in the new season, you will face new challenges. In the new season, you will face new devils. You will be exposed to territories that are unfamiliar. So you require the right empowerment to do the right job. Hallelujah. Saul could not go with an anointing that takes care of donkeys. He had to be anointed to become king. Praise God. The kind of empowerment that you give to um, um, a team leader in church is not the kind of empowerment that God gives to a bishop over a thousand souls. So with every new season, you will require a new empowerment. And so David was also anointed when God spoke to someone later. He said, for how long will you, you know, just sit around seeing that I have rejected? So he went and anointed David to be king over Israel. So when David got into the service of Saul, the boy was excelling because there was an anointing that was upon his life. He was anointed before the new season. You don't just get up and enter into a new season. All these things I'm saying, I'm giving you prayer topics. Are you with me? So you need what? Empowerment before your new season. Otherwise, you will faint. When you come across a giant, when you face a giant, you will crumble, you will run away, and you will tell yourself, I did not bargain for this. But may that never be your story in the name of Jesus. Praise God. So after Samuel, oh sorry, after Saul receives these three things, specificity, courage, and empowerment, he now goes forth to enter into his new season. So can we begin to look at that? Did you hear me? I said, after Saul experienced these three things, he met Samuel. Samuel gave him specificity. God is anointing him to be king over Israel. He gave him courage. Even though I didn't use, I had a number of examples. My first two were Moses and Gideon. I can add Saul. I'm sure when you read the scripture, you will get it. The third one was what? Empowerment. So after he got these three things, he now went on to navigate his new season. So let's go, let's go on. Let's go on to chapter, sorry, best, best. Okay, and when you depart from me today, you will find two men by Rahel Stone. I just don't want to bore you with the entire scripture. Okay, let's, let's try to read it very quickly. Verse, verse three. Then you shall go on forward from there and come to the terrible tree of Tabor. There, three men going up to God at Bethel will meet you. One carrying three young goats, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. Next verse. And they will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall receive from their hands. So, you see destiny connections everywhere happening in the new season. After that, you shall come to the hill of God where the Philistine garrison is, and it will happen when you have come there to the city. You will meet a group of prophets, prophets sighing down from the high place, Blah, blah, blah. Let's verse 7. Okay, 6. Okay, 6. 6. Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. The first thing that must happen in your new season is a metamorphosis. First Samuel chapter 10, verse 6. So the guy departed. The guy departed from Saul and as he was going, Bible says that you will meet a group of prophets, prophesying the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will be turned into another man. There must be a turning in a new season. 
the old self cannot enter into the new. Bible says that we do not pour new wine into what? An old wine skin. So the first thing that will happen to you in this new season is that there must be some metamorphosis. There must be some changing. There must be some transformation. And on Friday, I told you, some of you, the price that you will have to pay for your new season will be the price of reading a book a month, will be the price of praying three hours a day, will be the price of shutting up, it will be the price of learning how to talk, it will be the price of learning how to treat people. Different prices that people will have to pay. There must be a certain level of transformation for you to maximize your new season. Praise God. Now, I want to go on to something that is very, very important. Very, very important. And many people skip it when it comes to their new season. Praise God. Let's look at verse 14. Verse 14. Verse 14. Verse 14. And it happened. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you sure? And it happened. Then Saul's uncle said to him and his servant, Where did you go? So he said, to look for donkeys. When we saw that there were were nowhere to be found, we went to Samuel. Next verse. And Saul's uncle said, tell me please what Samuel said to you. Verse 16. And Saul said to his uncle, he told us plainly the donkeys had been found. But about the matter of the kingdom. Say about the matter of the kingdom. He did not tell him what Samuel had said. I'm sure you are wondering what is there to this scripture. He said about that when it came to the weightier matter, he kept quiet. He kept quiet. You see, uh, one of the first things that you must do in the new season is to allow for an incubation period. Incubation. That is the point I want to make. Incubation. 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 Then another scripture came to mind in Luke chapter 2. Bible says concerning Mary that when the wise men had an encounter with an angel. The angel told them that there is today born in the city of David a king. And this is how you will see him that he will be wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. The Bible says that they departed to go and look for the manifestation of this thing. And when they came, they found the baby and Mary and Joseph in the manger. And they started to tell them the things that the angel said concerning them. And in verse 19, the Bible says that a Mary treasured up all these things in her heart and pondered over them often. Are you there? And so I realized that this same thing was the principle that Saul also applied. That he kept the things that the prophets told him concerning his destiny and pondered over them in his heart. You are too quick to make a move after you hear a word, after you get an encounter. In the new season, we don't rush. In the new season, we strategize. In the new season, we keep things in our hearts and we ponder over it often. Bible says that and of the remnant of the children of Judah, they will take root downward before they bear root upward. So when you receive an encounter, when you come into a new season, you can spend days, maybe months, still pondering over the things, still treasuring the things in your heart. Oh, you can see a new year as a new season for you. And that is why we fast at the beginning of the year, because it's the time to treasure up all those things in your heart. The many things that God has said is going to happen this year, it's going to happen this year. It is not a time to take off. It is a time to ponder over these things in your heart often. 
and let it enlarge. Let it take root. Let it go on the inside of you. And that is how when the enemy comes and all hell breaks loose, you will still have the courage to stand because the dream has taken root in your heart. So concerning the matter of the kingdom, Saul did not tell him anything. It is just too fresh. It is too new. Some of you, you just received the prophetic word. Um, they said, I'm going to marry a pastor. That day, you have called three of your friends to discuss it with them. Look at the wisdom of Mary. She kept quiet and pondered over it in her heart to hear God himself. Have a discussion with her about it. You went to talk to Kojo about it. You went to talk to Ama about it. You went to talk to Akos about it. She treasured up all these things in her heart. When you are coming in a new season, you need what? Incubation. When the, when the hen lies on its, you know, egg, it's, it's incubating it. You understand? For a season of growth, for a season of expansion, for a season of new life coming out of it. Are you with me? And so you need to allow for incubation in the new season. Some of you, you were here when we had that encounter. You have forgotten about it too soon. No, 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 no. You don't survive in a new season like that. Because you are like, you know, the seeds that were left on the rocky ground. And when the sun came and, and it quenched it and it did not grow again. You have forgotten about it too soon. At, 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 even as of today, you should still treasure those things in your heart. Pondering over them often. Think up, keep thinking about it daily. And, and saying to God, what is the next step? What is the next level? By the time you realize, nobody is seeing you. People have taken off. People are making waves. But your roots are going down. Your roots are going down. By the time you start to make moves, you just make one move and it is more significant than someone who has taken 10 steps. That is how we thrive in a new season. And concerning the matter of the kingdom, Saul did not tell him anything. Let me tell you, if Saul had told his uncle, there are many possibilities in there. It could have been that he would have been jealous. And I will show you when we get to my third point. It could have been, he could have, been, he could have done anything to him. Those were the days that we were killing people anyhow. <laughs> could have just killed him, you. And his uncle, I'm sure his uncle probably had a son. So you die, make, let my son do. You understand what I'm saying? Some of you, you are killed too fast because you talk too early. Too early. Too early. And Mary treasured up all these things in her heart and pondered over them often. He didn't go around announcing that they said Jesus Christ will do this and Jesus Christ will do that and Jesus Christ will do that. In her heart. Not with her friend. Not what? Not with her friend. And not on her WhatsApp status. In her heart. In her heart. Lift up your voice and pray in the language. Some of you throughout the week, every meeting, even though they did not give you a word, you, you went with a word for yourself. There was a decision that you took. These are things that you must write down. Otherwise, they will flee from your heart too quick. So you will not have the energy. You see, if you are going to go out for the whole day and you are not taking your charger, you try as much as possible to 
get a full battery before you step out. Because you know that you will not be able to charge enough until you come back. Do you understand what I'm saying? But some of you, the instructions, the word, the atmosphere, and all those things that preceded your new season, you, you did not have enough of it, and you did not preserve it. So just after a week, it develops wings and it flies away. That is why by March, April, people forget about the things that they set out to achieve in the new year. They said that this is the year to stay spiritually on top. By April, they forgot about it. Because it didn't take root downward. It didn't take root downward. We treasure up things in our heart. That is why, you, instead of worrying, you can use your mind to ponder over the things that God said you would do. Imagine yourself doing it. Imagine yourself doing it. That way, the thing is taking root in your heart. So when you start doing it and an opposition rises, there is a certain extra strength on the inside of you because you have been pondering over this same thing for years. Lift up your voice. Concerning the matter of the kingdom, Saul did not tell him anything. I'm still pondering. I'm, I'm, I'm still allowing it to take root on the inside of me. It is not time for me to discuss it with you, Mr. Bestie, Madam Bestie. It is not time for me to discuss it with you. Ah, Madebosha, my ministry, my destiny, my next level, my assignment is still taking root downward. When a young snake shows up too early, you just step on it and you kill it. But when the young snake stays in the bush and comes out when it's big, you see it and you run away. Don't appear too fast. Tell somebody hide and grow, hide and grow, hide and grow, hide and grow. When you, you listen one thing, you learn one thing, all of a sudden you feel like you are a champion of revelations in the scriptures. You are looking for an opportunity to pour out all the revelation. Meanwhile, the person who even taught that revelation he has more or it's just, just a tip of the iceberg that he gave you. Hide and grow. Look at somebody and say, hide and grow. And ponder. Psalm 139 verse 17, he says that how precious are your thoughts toward me? They cannot be counted. How precious are your thoughts? Ah, how great the sum of them. If I should count them, they will be more in number than the sun. And when I awake, I am still with you. How precious are your thoughts toward me. And these are the things that you lie in your bed and fill your thoughts with. And begin to ponder and ponder and ponder. And the thing is going down, deeply rooted on the inside of you. Deep. Deep. When it's not deep enough and you start it, it will not last. When it's deep and it comes out, it will withstand fire. It will withstand water. It will withstand storms. It will withstand time. It will withstand everything. So I know, new season, you are back on fire. You are doing your things in church. You are performing your role. But can I tell you, the devil will come and test you. Can I tell you that the sun will come out again? Can I tell you that the same storm that came, that made you go and hide, it may come again. This time around, when it comes, will you respond the same way? must go deeper. It must go deeper. It must go deeper. Otherwise, the new thing that you are experiencing, it will just be a nine-day nine wonder. 
Because very soon the sun will rise. Are you in church? Are you in church? Thank you, Jesus. Number two, number two. What to do in your new season? Navigating your new season. Number two. Number two. Is the art of prayer. The art of prayer. The art of prayer. In the new season, it's a time to pray like never before. And let me tell you why you need to pray in the new season. Because in the new season, there's a lot of supply of the spirit. So even when you are not praying, you still feel spiritual. Oh, am I lying? Unless you have not been working with God. In the new season, even when you are not praying, you still feel on top. Because there's a high concentration and intensity of the spirit on you. If like this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you don't be praying, you, see, you still feel okay. But that is when you start aborting it. That is how you start aborting the possibilities embedded in the new season. Because you stop praying. The art of prayer. Prayer is the vehicle that transports the possibilities of the supernatural into the natural. So as you begin to pray, as you begin to pray, as you begin to pray, the Bible says that forever, oh God, thy word is settled in heaven. How do we bring it from heaven to earth? It is by prayer. Prayer is a vehicle that transports from heaven to earth. Forever, oh God, thy word is settled. He said, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so the, the way that men look at that which has been arranged in heaven and replicated here on earth is by prayer. By staying in one place. Look at, if I tell you that I have arranged these things in this order, look upon it. Follow the same pattern and arrange another set. You keep looking at it and arranging it. You keep looking at it and arranging it. And that is what we do in the place of prayer. We look at that which has been settled in heaven concerning destinies, concerning the church, concerning the nations, and we replicate it here on earth by prayer. And that is why this is not the kind of prayer that you can pray one day and go. Because you have to come and keep looking at it in order to replicate it just the way it is. It's called traveling prayers. Traveling prayers. You need to learn the art of prayer in a new season because the devil is out there to abort the possibilities that come with your new season. Did you know that? The possibilities that I told you, 1 Corinthians 14, I showed you. He said, a great door and effectual has opened unto me, but there are many adversaries, many adversaries. And on Friday, I showed you that when a door opens, a gate of resistance is also activated. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So, if you don't pray, the enemy will abort the possibilities of the new season. So, when Jesus Christ was born and the wise men went to see him and they told Herod about it, Herod was enraged. And Herod could not take the fact that another king has been born in Judah. And Herod took a certain decision. Bible said in the book of Matthew, he said that there should be a mass killing of every young man below the age of two years in order to cut out the possibility in the new season of the world being saved. A wicked man arose and wanted to terminate it. 
but God appeared to Joseph and warned him in a dream that take the boy to Egypt until I tell you to bring him back. If you do not pray, a wicked man, a wicked spirit will terminate the possibilities of a new season and you will keep going in cycles and cycles and think that I just, I, I just thought I stepped into a new season where something was supposed to happen. Yes, but it was terminated. Travailing prayers. Travailing prayers. Terminated. Thank God for divine escape and divine deliverance. And I pray for you now in the name of Jesus Christ. That every evil man, every wicked spirit that has set out to rob you of the possibilities of your new season. Receive a divine escape and divine deliverance in the mighty name of Jesus. In Isaiah 66 verse 8, the Bible says, who has heard of such things? Who has known these things? Can a, can, can a nation be born in one day? As soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. I told you by prayer, we carry the things that are in the supernatural and we replicate it here on earth. This is how we birth the possibilities. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is how we birth it. This is how we make sure it is happening. This is how we make sure it does not just remain in our prophecy book, but it actually becomes a part of our lives by traveling prayer. As soon as Zion travailed, it means that it's painful compared to a woman who is in labor. The, the baby is there, true or not true. But the baby is in a certain world that we can't see, that we can't touch. You understand? That we can't play with, that we cannot feed. But in order for that baby to be transported into that world, into this world, the woman has to travail. And that is the place of prayer in a new season. As you lift up your voice in desperation and you continue to travail, every possibility that is locked up in that new season will begin to come alive. As for how it will happen, I told you last week, you will not know, but it will happen. Mary asked the angel, how shall these things be? He said, the Holy Ghost will come upon you and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee and it will come to pass. You will not know how, but as you stay in the place of prayer and continue to travail day in and day out and begin to declare and, and place an embargo on the activities of the enemy and say, every possibility locked up in this new season, let it be delivered unto me and you stay day in and day out with prayers and with fastings replicating what is in heaven and what is on earth to walk into a full manifestation of that which God has promised you. This is how we navigate new seasons. In new seasons you are likely to be happy and joyful because you are feeling the spirit. As soon as you lift up your voice you say you feel goosebumps all over you. That is the same thing that will rob you of the possibilities of the new season because you become too dependent on that. And long before you know it, it all disappears in one day. You wake up and you can't find it again. And you realize that it didn't just happen today. It's been happening a long time ago. Just that there was an oversaturation of the spirit upon you and that is what was just sustaining you. You are actually empty. Are you with me? Are you with me? That was what? Number two. Number three, then I close. We'll go into a time of prayer and we close. When you enter into a new season, it is a time to do. It's a time to do what? To do. <laughs> First Samuel chapter 10, let's go back. Let's look at verse 14. It's a time to do. It's a time to do. 
It is a time to do. Hey, 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 hey. Please go back. Go back to about verse, verse 10. And when, you, when these signs are fulfilled, do whatever your hands find to do for the Lord is with you. That's the scripture I'm looking for. Verse 10, somewhere there, about 9, 10, 11. Please be quick. Yeah. And it happened when all who... No, 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 no. This is not what I'm looking for. Verse 7. And let it be when these signs come to you that you do as the occasion demands for God is with you. Can we read it together? Can we read it together? Three, two, one, go. And let it be when these signs come to you that you do as the occasion demands for God is with you. In the new season, the thing that did not work previously, it will work. Because now, there has been an increase. There has been an empowerment. You have changed levels. So the demon that did not respond to you will now see you and begin to run. The situation that could not respond to you at the sound of your voice will disappear. He said that when these signs come to you, the things that he told him, we read that earlier, the things that someone told so that you will meet a group of prophets, they will give you this, you meet three men, they will give you three. He said, when all these things are fulfilled, it is a sign that you are in your new season. It is a sign that something new has come upon you. And he said, once these things happen, whatever the occasion demands, do it. For God is with you. Some of you have been hearing, the church is in a new season. Now is the time to come for evangelism. Because when you do it, it will work. Do you understand? Now is the time to invite somebody to church. Because it's a new atmosphere. And that which did not work before will begin to work. That thing that you tried applying for that you were rejected. It's time to go back and say, here, I I speak to you. I speak to you this morning. I speak to you this afternoon. Hear me. Hear me and obey me. I receive favor. I enter into this door and it will change. You understand what I'm saying? Now is the time to put in extra effort because it's almost as if we are in a season where if you invest, the kind of interest that you are getting has now been shot very, very high. So whatever money that you have in your corner, you go and look for it and bring it so that you can invest and get very high levels of profit. That is what happens in a new season. A window of great possibility is opened up. And so you invest one CD and you are getting 10,000. And so in this season, if you can invest into the spirit, if you can invest into your team, if you can invest into the church, it will yield great results because it's a new season. New seasons open up windows of great possibilities. Windows of great possibilities. Please be on your feet. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. We trust you have been blessed. To interact with the man of God, follow him on Instagram at n.k underscore emisa. Stay blessed.